So I want to continue. Yesterday, we were um, talking about what God said in the book of Genesis. And I made known that in the book of Genesis, the first chapter, one thing our pastor teaches us to go back to the origin. In other words, the, the original place of first mention, the law of first mention about how we are to be saying something. And God gave us illustration in the book of Genesis that God said something 10 times. He said something 10 times and in those um, say of him saying something, something happened. And we identify that the biblical numerology number 10 means it's a symbolic of perfection and harmony and creation. Amen. The number 10 is um, symbolic of perfection harmony and creation and and um yesterday when we got off the line um me and my mother we like to um talk and expound on the word of god and and my mom she was so cute when she said this she said uh um uh, tasha you know i either my my word my bible is is written wrong but i could not identify 10 times when God said something. And I was like, it's in there, mama. It's in there. Um, So uh, I went back and and, and I want you all to follow along with me because I'm going to say something. I'm going to say something. Um, It's going to bring about the revelation of the information. My pastor taught this um, one Sunday in church and I'm telling you, it just it just took me to another place in God. And one thing I know that the enemy does not want, he does not want you and I to get in the word of God. Amen. He does not want us to know who we are in Christ Jesus. And most important, he he doesn't want us to say the right thing. And, and in this dispensation of time, we got to learn how to talk right. Amen. We got to talk right and we got to start saying the right things so God's word won't return to him void. Do you not know that we will be held accountable for every idle word? Well, Minister Matt, what do you mean by that? Well, let me tell you. You will be held accountable for every word that does not produce. My God. God was intricate. He was strategic in what he said. And when you go back and study Genesis, just study Genesis, the first chapter, it will blow your mind that God had a plan and he put it all together. Amen. Glory to God. He put it all together and he made a way. He made provision for us. Hallelujah. You're going to understand that in the beginning, God made provision. And guess what? He made it more than enough. He gave us more than enough. Glory to God. So here, follow along with me. Because 10 times God says something. And in those 10 times of him saying something, something happened. Hallelujah. 
10 times God says something. I even believe, and, and, and this is just my belief. I believe God says something because he want us to say something. Hallelujah. How many of you have said something just one time? And because when you said it, it didn't happen, you gave up on it. My God. We got to start saying something. And then we got to stand believing that what we said will come to pass when we put a praise on it. Hallelujah. Glory to the Lamb of God. Amen. Amen. So let's let's look at what God said the 10 times that he said it. And, and he said something differently every time. But when he said it, it happened. It came to pass. Glory to God. Well, the first thing I would like to bring to your attention is Genesis 1 and 3. Follow along. Hope you got your Bibles. Follow along. God said, number one, God said, let there be light. And guess what? And there was light. That's number one. God said, hallelujah. And then if you go on down to Genesis verse six, chapter one, we all in the book. And God says, that's the number two. And God said, let there be a firmament and in the midst of the waters and let it divide the waters from the waters. That's the second God said. And then if you go down to Genesis verse nine, and God said, y'all not going to talk back to me today. God said, let the waters under the heaven be gathered together unto one place and let the dry land appear. And it was so. That's, that's the third God said. The fourth God said is go down to verse 11. And God said. Let the earth bring forth grass, the herb yielding seed, and the fruit tree yielding fruit after his kind, whose seed is in itself upon the earth, and it was so. That's the fourth God said. The fifth God said is if you go down to the 14th verse, and God said, Let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night and let them be for signs, for seasons, and for days and years. Y'all not going to talk to me. Oh, my God. God God has a master plan, and, and you're part of it. Hallelujah. And then if you go on down to Genesis 1 and 20, and God said, Let the waters bring forth abundantly the moving creature that had life and fowl that may fly above the earth in the open firmament of heaven. Hallelujah. Then you go on down to verse 24. That's the seven. And God said. Let the earth bring forth the living creature after his kind, cattle and creeping thing and beasts of the earth after his kind, and it was so. Every time God said something, something happened. 
God did all of that. Then if you go to verse 26. And God said. Let us make man in our image. After our likeness. And let them have dominion. Oh my God. Last week we talked about how God gave us power. And that word dominion means he gave us power and authority over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth. Please underline over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. Listen, the devil don't want you to know that you have power and the authority. God said it because he said it that seals it. Amen. That was the eighth God said. Glory to God. And then if you go on down to verse 28. Amen. Go on down to verse 28. And listen, it said, and God blessed them. Amen. That means he had to open his mouth. He's still talking. God blessed them. And then God said unto them. God said unto them. Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it. And once again, have dominion, have the power and authority over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. God has already given us the power and authority. He said it and that seals it. Amen. That was the ninth God said. And then the tenth God said, if you go down to the next verse, which is the 29th, and God said, Behold, I have given you every herb bearing seed, which is upon the face of all the earth, and every tree and the and every tree in there, which is the fruit of the tree, yielding seed to you, it shall be for meat. So God is saying something. And the question for you today is, what are you saying? Many of us are bound by what we say out of our mouth. When we know that our words have created power. Our tongue is a pen of of a ready writer. Our words form our world. But what are you saying? Are you saying what God has said or what he is saying pertaining to the matter or the situation? Or are you talking the problem? Are you talking doubt because you're looking in the natural of what you are facing and what you are experiencing? God has already made provision. And and you know, and after studying this chapter, God wants us to have more than enough. He provided. He provided everything for Adam and Eve 
and place them to have dominion and say, go and run this place. I've given you the power and authority to run this place. But guess what? We have an enemy, which is the devil, who's walking around as a roaring lion. Don't want you to have the power and authority that God has given you. Do you not know we have a lot of Christians, a lot of believers don't know that they have the power and the authority? You know why? Because they're not in the book. You got to go back in the beginning. In the beginning was the word. So how would you know was the beginning if you're not in the beginning with the word? That's why we rise up early in the morning to get the instruction for today because we need God like never before. God want us to take charge. He want us to know who we are in him. But we have everything we need. God already provided it for us. But what the enemy does, he he tries to distort our vision and he, he tries to get us to operate in the feelings where we walk around in defeat. I like something what my pastor said. He said, listen, God's purpose is going to prevail, but purpose will always come with challenges. My God. Are you hearing me? Purpose will always come with challenges. Well, what do you mean by that, Minister Matt? Well, let me tell you. Listen, the enemy does not want you to get to the place over there. And guess what? It's strategically designed by God to get the best you out of you. You cannot keep doing the same thing and expect and a different result. Remember, we were born in shape and iniquity. But yet when we come to Christ, we become a, a new creature. So that means that we got to now renew our mind daily by getting in the word of God to keep the flesh under subjection. Remember, there's a war going on. There's a battle between the flesh and the spirit. And the spirit, the spirit man wants to rule, but the flesh always want to raise his head up. That's why we got to walk this out by faith. But what are you saying that's keeping you in defeat? What are you saying that's prolonging you to get to the place where God will want you to be? And see, even the devil know the word of God. He knows how important words are. That's why he likes to download thoughts. He wants to give you his seed. So you can talk wrong. And live left instead of living right for the things of God. He likes to display and make you believe that what's going on is what is going to always be. But you need to recognize that God has a plan. 
and he has a purpose for your life. You are God's man. You are God's representative here in the earth realm. And God has already made provision for you and I. We just need to endure. We just need to stand and know that it is already done. But while we're standing and believing, how are we talking? Are we saying the right things? We need to learn to start talking right so we can walk thereby in the fullness of who Christ is. We have everything we need according to godliness. But many of us are still walking in defeat, broke, busted, and disgusted because we bought the lie. When I go back and I study Genesis, I realize that God has already made a way. We just got to walk through the process. One thing I know, that no good thing No good thing will God withhold from us. And the second thing, he will not have us ignorant of Satan's devices. But how would you know what the devices are if you're not in him? We got to go back to the old landmark and stand on the firm foundation, which is the word of God. And it's all in how you see it. When challenges, when adversity, when all those things rise up, you got to say, I'm in the right place at the right time because God has given me power and authority over this. I just got to stand and say all the right things while I'm in it. Because when I say something, it got to be in agreement or it got to be in the alignment of God's word. How can two walk together except they agree? Your word has to be in line with the word of God. So God can make haste to perform his word. His word will not It will not come back to him empty. That's why every word is important. You got to start saying the right things while you in the thick of it. God said it and it happened. But you know what? We begin to frustrate the grace because when we say in faith, and, and we say it one uh, one or two times and it doesn't happen when we believe it should happen. Now, doubt creeps in. Frustration creeps in. No, we got to stand believing. He, Hebrews 11, 6. For without faith, it's impossible to please God and he that cometh to him must believe that he is. He is a rewarder to those who diligently seek him. Listen, diligency means that you seek him day and night and night and day. That you don't give up. It's the persistency. It's the consistent. It's the pressing. It's the pushing. 
is going beyond and above knowing that God got you. Knowing that it is already all right. And to know that he said something 10 times and the symbolic of 10 mean perfection. That means that we are perfected in him. We are perfected in Christ Jesus. We need to start recognizing who we are in him and begin to talk like him. Let, the Bible said, let this mind be in you. God wants us to be in him. So let us put his mind on daily. So we can talk right. So we can walk right. So we can do what Mark 11 tells us that we can have what we say. Because God said it. And he got what he said. Now listen. Let me bring clarity. Just as we can talk right. And get the things that is right. According to God. And we can talk wrong. And get those things. But let let that not be among us. Let's talk. According to kingdom. My God. It's time for us to talk kingdom talk here on this earth so we can have victory every day. What are you saying? Are you saying, oh, my arthritis, oh, this is not a good day, oh, all the negative things? Are you going to say what God has said about the matter? Remember, Every word, every word is important. Do you not know even your thoughts are words? Oh my God. The word of God said, take no thought. Those thoughts are actually words in the spirit realm that's talking and creating. And then those thoughts, you don't want those thoughts To get down in your heart because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. That's why the word of God said, take no thought. We got to be mindful that the enemy is very cunning. He'll even give you a thought. But that's why the Bible tells us to bring every thought into captivity. Into the obedience Guess what? Back to the W-O-R-D. The word of God. We can't get away from it, saints. If you're not getting in your word, you are a candidate for deception and defeat every time. You'll begin to talk like the world and not talk kingdom. You'll be tossed to and fro because you don't have the word of God, which is the firm foundation in which we should be standing on every day. It's a daily, it's a daily thing of getting up, getting in the word. We give you, we give you instruction. We give you tools that you can use. 
No one on this line should be less in getting in their word. You should be increasing your word daily. We give you tools. We say get in Proverbs. Today is the third. Read Proverbs chapter 3. You got to be hungry and thirsty that you make God a priority over everything. Everything. Praying more in the Holy Ghost. Matter of fact, we shall always pray. It's time for us to walk thereby and what God will have us. Because we should be walking by faith and not by sight. We should be walking by faith and not by our feelings. We should be walking by faith and, and not being conformed to this world. But be ye transformed by the renewing of the mind. And then we can be fruitful. We can multiply. We can subdue and have dominion. We can run this place by faith. God has given us power and authority. But what are you saying? What are your words forming? What is your words doing? What are your words bringing to pass? Be mindful that we are just like God. He made us in his image and after his likeness. That means we should like what he like. Be mindful in this season of what you say. Because you're going to have what you say. Your words perform. Your words form your world. Let us be like Christ. Even in our words. In Jesus name. Amen.